Oh, are we good? Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. I'm trying to think of how to intro this thing. I wonder if I should just even not intro it at all. <laughs> <laughs> just jump right into a conversation. We're back. Yeah. Episode two, <laughs> possibly episode one, depending on if I ever got episode one to work properly, because, you know, that's a thing. Um, yeah. I, I like this intro. I'm going with this. I'm Jesse. Chris, who are you? I'm Daddy. I mean, I'm Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Donnelly, Chris Donnelly over here, aka Daddy yes. for some odd reason today. Um, hey, that needs some back. He, he likes he likes ca- calling me that, so you know what I go with it. Yeah, yeah, no that 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 deserves a little bit of uh, some backstory here. Um, the software we use to record this podcast, um, you have to create an account, of course. It's a web based software, and, and when you log into the room, you log into your account. So my name on the thing is Jesse Ortiz. That's my name, right? That's my account name. <laughs> and for the last few times we've done this, Chris's name is just Chris, which makes yeah, sense. It's, it's but all of a sudden he comes in today and your name on there is Daddy. <laughs> no explanation for why. I kind of don't want an explanation because I feel it's funnier not knowing the reason behind changing your name to Daddy. But I did enjoy um, in the chat seeing Daddy has joined. Daddy has <laughs> muted their audio. Daddy has unmuted their audio. It looks really good. I like it a lot. Oh my gosh. You know so. what? It's just a spur of the moment thing, you know? I just went with it. <laughs> I like it, dude. I like it. So So Daddy, um <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I've gotta stop oh doing gosh. that one. So Chris, we are <laughs> that's I, I, like I the name, I the name. Um we are a couple weeks past the pixel release now. Yes, yes. Last time we talked about the pixel, we weren't impressed. Um Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I think we were both underwhelmed by it and just sitting in this camp of it's too expensive and it's just okay. And then it came yeah. out. Um did you have you seen one in person yet at all? I have not, no. Um, but I mean, I've seen a lot of videos and, uh, reviews on it and things like that. And so, I mean, I've seen like, there's some little surprising things that, you know, people were like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, uh, apparently a lot of people have been actually liking the whole little squeeze to turn on the camera. Um, they said it's actually better than they thought it was and it's easier. Um, you know, which is interesting, but, but then there's other, there's a lot that's going, going on with it, you know, um, and kind of just to delve right into it. One yeah. of the biggest things is the display issue uh, with it. So you want to tell them a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. I have been using, um, not, not very actively using one, but I have been messing with the XL version, which is the ones having the problems. Um, the squeezing thing, actually, I will say it is better than I expected. I hated the U11 squeezing thing, but the, the Pixel squeeze one is actually a lot yeah. more responsive. It feels better in the hand. But regardless of that, the Pixel, after using it, despite the display issues, just looking at it in general, my stance is actually getting worse. I feel like I, I'm just not a fan of the Pixel. I don't I don't think it's amazing. I still think it's too expensive. But these display yeah. issues are making it look worse, which is display issues if anybody is not in the loop or hasn't been checking up on it. The Pixel 2 XL is seeing screen burn-in issues. Um, some are seeing some uh, like discoloration in the edges, basically like getting like a blue ring around everything. Um, yeah. I know. I saw some, some people's uh, video on that, and yeah, that was actually pretty bad. It wasn't like slightly obvious, you know? Yeah. It was it was pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah, now, now I will say this is, of course, not on every single device. Ours, like the office, are not seeing it. Um, 
but it seems to be more people like there's a good population like a good group that are having pixel 2 display issues um it seems very almost common at this point um to hear about these display issues so google has come out saying that there is a problem and they're looking into it but basically everybody is now wondering is should i buy a pixel 2 xl because it's not like they're taking them off the website like they're still selling them so right, you could right. potentially buy a Pixel 2 XL that might have a display issue, like a burn-in or any of this stuff, and end up with a phone that's gonna be really messed up for who knows how long. I'm sure they're <laughs> gonna, I'm sure they're gonna offer a program later where you can trade it back in and get a a new one with a fixed display at some point. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a little weird that Google's still selling phones that are pretty actively having issues with. Like right, it's not like oh two like the note had like two or three phones that exploded, but you know they had a full recall, and it seems like there's a lot of Pixel Two XLs that are having uh, screen issues, and I know there's still a lot that are have not been delivered to customers that have already paid for the phone too. So right. there's a lot that whole issue as well. Um, but I don't know. Does that does that immediately concern you, Chris? Or are you just like ah, it's a problem? Uh, I mean. I mean, I'm not even interested in the phone, to be honest. I mean, it sounds so messed up, but I'm not. But honestly, I think it's just one of those things where they should just stop it. Because, um, I mean, you're, you're going to be wasting time, resources, and money, you know, by still giving them out. I, I would basically just put a hold on it and be like, you know what, we're going to do a quality check on all existing ones before we send it out, you know. Um, and, and stop it there, you know. Why, why let it go on, you know. Better to be safer than sorry. I mean, and that's yeah. where Samsung, you know, got into its mess, you know, because for a little bit it started selling them, and it's like, wait, hold up, hold up. <laughs> and I still miss my Note Seven to this day. <laughs> I know. I would have let that explode in my pants. Yeah, I mean, I was okay. I hung on to that thing for the longest I possibly could. Uh, you um, did. You did. That is so true. And then I traded in for the V twenty. Yeah, Which, yeah. to talk about phones that you should be buying instead of the Pixel, the V30 is a, uh, a must. Like, if you're looking at the Pixel, like, oh, but I don't know about that screen. Just skip the Pixel and go buy a V30. It's amazing. <laughs> and you'll be very happy. That dual camera, unlike the Pixel over there having one, the dual camera on the LG V30 is very good. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm being paid by v- by LG over here to, to promote their products. He, so much, he but... is. Um, we're gonna go ahead and put that. You know, you have to you know say your legal part on it. That, you know, yeah, yeah. So they're, LG they're has sponsor. told me that I'm sponsored. No, I'm just um, <laughs> no, I do. I just I just very much do love the V30. It's a, it's an amazing phone. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. The, these issues with the, the the display. We're also seeing like um, the repairability score on it is very low. It got extremely low durability tests on both phones. Like it's not even just, um, <laughs> not even just Man, like they're Excel. Just, uh... and all. They're they're uh, yeah. It, it failed like all these durability tests. It just seems like the Pixel is just not launching well, yeah. uh, which is not looking good for Google right now. And it's very interesting because it's like I think a lot of people were already angry at Google for getting rid of the Nexus line of phones to replace it by the Pixel. Right, yeah. And now it just looks even worse because now they have the Pixel 2, which is doing not amazing, and then you have all these issues with it. And I think it just gets more people angry that there's not a Nexus out there. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't yeah. I, I don't know how to fully feel about this because I'm not affected because I was not interested in this phone. So it's more like a, who, who, knew, who knew that was going to happen, you know, type of move. <laughs> um, but I don't know, dude. It's it's interesting. 
it's an interesting phone. It's interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes. Like, is Google yeah. going to recall? Are they going to stop selling? Are they going to figure out what the issue is? Are they going to fix it? Are they going to be like, who gives a crap? You're going to buy the phone anyway. Yeah, like, uh, you did see that there were already, well, besides the major issues, there's also a bunch of uh, software issues um, that were kind of reported, and they're trying to push out um, um, the Oreo 8.1 yeah, yeah. Um, already, because um, I know some people are having issues with uh, the fingerprint reader. Apparently, when you tried it, it basically saw that one try as multiple tries, and it got kind of buggy there. So there's a bunch of different, you know, you know, updates going on in the background uh, to make it a smoother experience. But yeah. you know, which which with the new operating system that's you know typical yeah you know you're yeah. gonna you're going you're going to have bugs so it's kind of nice to already see that they are updating this but kind of a, a bit of a rough start for them though i do have to say yeah it's interesting i mean but again this is software so this is any phone running oreo is having these issues so yeah and finally one strike that's not fully against the pixel and more just against android in general but still i think i think the pixel was one of those phones that i apple people would look at to switch to android and now yeah. all the problems they're having, it's like it makes the iPhone 10 look even better. Like every day, it yeah. seems like. It's um, funny because we actually do have a mutual friend who was asking me the other day, like, "Hey, I kind of heard about the Pixel 2. Like, Oro's kind of thinking of getting an iPhone. Like, kind of, what do you think?" He's like, "I know you kind of like you don't really like iPhones and stuff." And I told him, "Get the iPhone." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just, actually, I just stopped him and I was like, "Get the iPhone," and he was like. Are you, have you been drinking? Like what? What? Why? You I'm know? actually, I'm like, actually curious as to, as to who this was. Who was asking you that? Because I can't think of anybody that would debate between a Pixel and an iPhone that we both know. Really? Yeah. Who was it? I, I was actually surprised. Take a guess. Take a guess. Um, that's that's debating between an iPhone and a Pixel. Yeah. Was it AJ? Yes, it was. It was okay. <laughs> wow, that's actually my first guess, and I, I didn't expect that was actually my last person I would expect. That's why I said it first. Um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's um, funny because his phone's getting old, and he was kind of looking, and he and he pretty much well, what, he kind what of said what you were now? saying. He has like the old iPhone five, oh, like that's right, yeah, or whatever yeah. it is, or you know, the little mini, i you know, whatever mm-hmm. um, iPhone. Um, but he he saw it the way you explained it. He kind of saw the the Google line of phones. Um, like the Pixel, he saw that as like the core Google equivalent, you know, of yes. an iPhone. Um, but when he when he asked me, I was just like, yeah, no, stay away, you know. Yeah. I, would, I would go with the go with the eight instead. Um, and he likes the smaller screen too, so don't even go with the plus, you know. Just stay with the smaller screen, and you'll be good. Oh, he oh, so he's gonna go for the eight and the ten. Yes, he's going for the eight. Uh, he didn't really like the ten. Okay. Yeah, that one. Okay. That one wasn't a contester for him. Um, so it was mainly just between the eight and the. Because even the he didn't like the bigger screen on the eight. So. Yeah, I know he doesn't a fan of like the eight pluses. Like that when the seven pluses out, he wasn't a fan of it. I remember that. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So. I think. I think right enough. Right enough is that you know if you if you want to talk about phones that are like, if you are an iPhone person looking to switch to Android, I think that right now the 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 most. I won't say iPhone-like phone, but probably the most comfortable for a person switching would probably be the OnePlus 5 right now. Yeah. Because um, I feel like the S8 is a great phone. Like, I love the S8, but I feel like it's so... Especially with TouchWiz, it's so deep Android that's not accessible and a little annoying that I don't suggest to new Android people. Unless yeah. you, like... It's like, once it's like, oh, I hope you know how to learn Nova Launcher quick, you know? <laughs> and I'm in the same boat about the V30. Like, the V30 is ugly as crap. It's like, you got to get Nova on there quick or whatever right, um, right. launcher you use. And I kind of feel like 
Oxygen OS and the OnePlus 5 is so simple and so just like it makes it sense is. that I feel like yeah, it is. if you're looking at an Android phone and you're in the iPhone camp, I almost feel like the OnePlus 5 is the best phone to get, especially for the price too. It's the best one to get right, right. now. Right, to, to kind of get you started too in it. Um, Although, let's talk about though the essential phone, that's pretty stock Android and that's now $500. Um, that's not a bad price for that right. phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, if, if you had to choose then, what would you choose between the essential or the OnePlus 5? See, that's, that's a tough question because um, I like the Essential phone for what it is, but it has issues. It's gotten a lot of updates that have fixed a lot of problems, yeah, which yeah. is a good thing. Um, the one thing that I have not seen personally yet um, that I want to see is the picture, the camera updates, because uh, the camera was really, really bad originally. And I, I know, got, and when they said they could fix up a software updates, I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, because like the sensor they were using is a good sensor. It is just, it's it was all software that was the problem. Like the yeah. way it processes the image and everything. So I'm curious to see if they fix the camera issues that they were having. Because when I got to use the phone a little bit, it was basically just stock Android. It was smooth. It worked. It felt really good in the hand. It's a good looking phone. I know some people don't like the weird, like... Um, a forehead bump looking camera thing but I think it's a good looking <laughs> phone um, I think it's at a good size too it's a weird sized phone it's smaller than most phones but because it's all screen it, it looks big um, but I think it fits really good in the hand but at, when it was at its original price I was like don't get the, the essential but at 500 it's you know about the same price as the OnePlus depending on which one you're getting yeah. And I don't know. I think it's a tough one. If they fix the camera issues and the camera's actually really good now, I would probably lean towards the essential phone. Yeah. Um, but I do do really, really love the OnePlus a lot. Yeah, um, the OnePlus is really nice. Like honestly, yeah. I they've come such a long way um from the original, you know, invite only <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah, right. Um but yeah, it's it's one heck of a phone. Like it, it's good, especially for the price. Especially for the price. The, and, well, and really, when you're now comparing it to like the Pixel, you know, like it, it's making it look good. <laughs> yeah, the Pixel, the Pixel makes the OnePlus look amazing. <laughs> what about uh, what about Evan Blass of your EvLeaks uh, saying that there's gonna be a 5T coming out in November? That's gonna be a full 18 point 18 uh, yeah 18 uh, point nine display nine ratio. So resolution, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna possibly see a full bezel-less OnePlus in just a month. Um, if EvLeaks is telling the truth, which he's usually pretty good about those type of leaks, so uh, maybe... That would be crazy. But that my thing is, crazy. what are they going to price Same price, though? I don't yeah, know. Exactly. I don't know. Okay, are they yeah, exactly. Because like, like with, the, yeah. with the 3T, they got rid of the 3 and just replaced it with the 3T. Right, exactly. So they're going to do the same it. thing, or are they going to do a 5 and a 5T at the same time? And the 5T oh, is a premium, like, $700 OnePlus phone. Like, that's what I'm wondering. Ooh, if they just swapped it, swap spots, ooh, that's competitive. <laughs> yeah, but I feel it also kind of sucks for people that bought the, one, the OnePlus 5. It's like you bought the yeah. 5, and not too long later is a replacement for it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. What I OnePlus does weird things, so I guess you could just they do. They yeah. do. 
Um, good stuff though. Good stuff. Yeah, poor Pixel though. Poor Pixel. Hopefully Google handles that one and they bring back the Nexus. <laughs> Revive <first>. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Imagine next year. So the new Nexus phone. <laughs> and they just kinda go over the whole right. like, they're Pixel like, thing. they're like, not even gonna mention the Pixel ever again. <laughs> they're like, no, what? A Pixel? No, no. no. Oh, it was just an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, that was that's that's interesting time. But let's let's um let's move away from phones for a little bit. Ooh, but get- something that is really exciting that I'm like really pumped about and I know you probably are too <laughs> is so <laughs> let's go back to our friends at Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they have they have an, an amazing lineup, but okay, there's actually a lot to talk about Amazon. This actually just opened up a Pandora's box. I don't know if this is going to be good. But okay, so they have some exciting, you know, Echo products coming mm-hmm. out. We are excited to you're, get the you're little... You're super fi- excited about the buttons. <laughs> yes. I, I'm, we are going to do, like, we have to do a podcast where we are playing with these buttons. I'm so And it's so going down. to be legendary. Yeah, I'm so down, dude. I'm, ex- I'm excited for whatever <laughs> trivia. Like, I'm ready, I'm ready yes. for Star Wars trivia pursuit with the buttons. Dude, well, but I'm, I'm telling you, we have to, for our first time, plug them in. Have have it recording, and we have to, we have to record the experience. But I think need, it would be hilarious. Do you need an echo, a current echo, to work with them? Like, is that required? Shoot. I, I I I don't know, but I th- I want to say yes, but we'll have to assuming, figure that out. I'm assuming we'll look yeah, into this. We'll, yeah, we'll look into that. But anyway, so the great people at Amazon, they have all these uh, Echo products, which they <laughs> they look pretty entertaining. Today they came out with a new announcement, and it came out with. Amazon Key, a new feature for their Prime customers. <laughs> Which I have never seen a more enthusiastic, I'll put it that way, enthusiastic response to an Amazon announcement in a while. Um, my favorite <laughs> comment that I saw on the YouTube video was, Amazon accidentally uploaded this before April 1st. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, you you wanna you wanna explain to anybody that doesn't know what is Amazon Key, Chris? Yeah, yeah. So uh, just keeping it simple, it basically what it is is you swap out your lock for this new smart lock and ca- camera combo, and the Amazon delivery person can open your door, drop off your package, close the door, and the door will lock, and that is that. So you don't have your packages out in front of the house. So people can swipe them. Swipe or no swiping over here. I know. And it's it's and, and I see where they're going with this. I see that they're pretty much like, hey, how can we, you know, have a leg up on, you know, UPS and, you know, FedEx? Because we all see the videos every like Christmas, you know, before Christmas time, you know, people swiping things. So they came up with this idea. But this idea I think is it's interesting. I don't know where people are gonna land on it. Yeah. Like I'm 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 both sides, you know, because I, I do like technology. I, I do lean on the side of, well, let's try it, you know? Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but then, you know, part of me is like, letting somebody into my house. That's interesting. <laughs> now, before I get very negative with it, I do want to say two things really quick, and then I'll get negative. Oh, okay, yes. Basically, you can't you can't have a dog or pet because they'll, they'll go out the front door. It's funny. They actually had that in the fine print. That's <laughs> actually, I'm sorry. Go on. That's actually very funny. I did not. I did not even think about that. That's actually very funny. Um, wow. Yeah, they said you can't install this if you have pets. Like apparently, there's going to be like this application or something, and you have to put if you have pets and stuff, then you can't 
you can't like man so what their in their entire audience like their like their customer base now is like down to four percent of prime customers it's like everybody's got a pet i guess yeah or if it's a backyard pet you know like a do- outside dog only you know in the backyard yeah. but uh, or they, they also said that they're not going to be working with alarms too so if nobody's home and you set an alarm um you're disqualified too they they don't want to deal with that yeah that makes that makes sense actually i feel like yeah, this is this is a weird program all right so i'm gonna do my two positives really quick before right. i get really negative i feel like i gotta i gotta i gotta buffer the blow really quick <laughs> um i will say that i live in a very um friendly family oriented neighborhood so it's not He's not being sarcastic, by the way. For you know, those no, no, no I am not in like the freaking ghetto. <laughs> my my point is, I'm not in like the worst area ever. I'm not in a dangerous neighborhood, but I've had packages stolen in my neighborhood. So, I could just imagine for people that live in like a really bad neighborhood, how many packages get stolen. So I understand why this program is something that people would probably be like, yeah, we kind of need that because Jim down the street steals everybody's Amazon packages. Like, All right. I understand that, so I can I can see where this is coming from. And the other positive is I also think that I feel like we're all going to be like, this is crazy right now. But then, like, five years from now, we're all going to be sitting around going, hey, how did we ever live without Amazon Key? Right, yeah. <laughs> because and, and it really could be that thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, it very much couldn't be, but I almost have a feeling it is because I feel like there's always these weird privacy things that we feel like, oh, there's no way we'll do that. And the next thing you know, you're like, right. how did we ever get around without doing that? Remember, Chris, you know, we're, we're both old enough to be around in the early yeah. days of the internet. Do you remember mm-hmm. when you were always told never put your real name on the internet? Like, don't use your real name for anything? Yeah. yeah. Now you use your real name for everything on the internet. Like, it's just... It's one of those things that you've changed our thought process, or not like we've we as humanity have like changed our outlook on that, and yeah. it's. I mean, totally and, and you can even go back even a little bit closer to something like, uh, do you remember when they first put, put uh, fingerprint readers on yeah. phones? Yeah, nobody wanted lock, to do that. You know? Nobody wanted to do it at first. They were like, no, no, this is stupid, and now people are kind of mad at Apple for not including you, it in the tent. You know, you know those people, <laughs> the those people that are like, the government ain't gonna get my fingerprint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Our uncle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't got an uncle that thinks that way. My uncle still has an iPhone 3. He doesn't even know what the fingerprint sensor is yet. <laughs> it's saying, please update your phone, but you have no more storage. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's running that, that 8 gig storage stuff. <laughs> um, oh, wow. He maxed that out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now I'm hearing about face idea. He's like, oh, you can't put your face in your phone. I'm like, I'm giving you two weeks before you put your face in your new iPhone. Uh, yeah, right. Come on. Don't give, give me yeah. a break over here. Give me a break. Um, Yeah, I do feel like this is going to be something, though, that in the future we're going to be like, oh, how do we ever do it without it? But, okay, so those yeah. are my two positives. I'm getting into this. Wow, this is a really weird announcement from Amazon. And I will not be trying this right away. I will say that they've they've done the right move on unlike making i think the right i guess like the right things to say to feel make people feel <laughs> as comfortable as possible like they're like oh it's not going to be for public delivery people it's going to be for our official amazon delivery people like oh the camera records the whole thing so it's like in right. reality if somebody was to steal something from your home you have it on camera so that kind of makes things easier you can sue Amazon for more money than what your TV was worth, you know, and yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. It's like one of those things like they've kind of – it'll be fine. I'm sure there's going to be an issue once or twice in the beginning, but yeah. it'll work out and it'll be okay. 
But still, it's a really weird announcement. It's something weird that I feel like are how are people gonna adjust to this? Like, I uh, I told my parents this one today. I want to see their reaction, so I was like, "Hey, did you hear about Amazon Key?" And my dad got a little like he kind of knew a little about, it, but wasn't sure what it really was. So I kind of explained yeah. it to them, and yeah, both of their reactions were like, "I'm not doing that." Like, yeah, yeah. I am not letting a random stranger into my house when I'm not home, which I understand. It's it's weird. Yeah, um, but like, okay, I feel like you're sitting more in the positive camp than I am. Do you feel like you would test this out? Like, would you be in the first adopters to try this? I, I'm, I'm, I think, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. kind of leaning more in that in that direction. Yeah, just because I'm really curious. Well, it will and. I can only imagine if they, because I mean, they obviously they described the whole process to us, but I I can imagine this is going to be pretty hard, a pretty hard pill for everybody to swallow at first. So I think they're going to make more of an incentive, and they'll probably do like extra discounts on certain products or faster, or you know, um, they also do give. Like right now, they do give you if you're a Prime member, if you wait longer, they give you like credit you know, towards another Amazon purchase. So I think yeah. they'll probably start doing stuff like that to try to incentivize it. Um, and I think once it gets going, you know, people are trying it out and they're like, oh, it's actually really cool. You know, like someone drops it off and, and it, cause I mean, we, you and I both order packages and I, I definitely know like there, there have been times where I'm just worried the whole day because I have like <laughs> a really big package and I know there's no like, tree or anything that it can hide behind you know and i'm kind of worried like dude this thing is like a 300 thing you know like oh yeah. my gosh like i hope nobody swipes it and i could see this thing being kind of cool because first off it does it only works with the one driver that is delivering it to your home and it's basically you get your first notification and it's like okay it's in the truck driver is on your way to your house they should be there in like 10 minutes and then you get that's your first notification then driver is walking up to the door and then as soon as the driver walks up it's like driver unlocks the door uh, but the camera turns on as soon as the guy pulls up anyway yeah the the and way then, that i i was reading is that there the amazon app that that delivery drivers have mm-hmm. when you get to the door there's a barcode that the um the phone scans yeah. that sends a signal to the camera which the camera is what is like the master controller here and is what unlocks the smart lock and then immediately starts recording from the moment it starts unlocking the smart lock, which is very interesting. And when the driver does leave, it does they have to lock the door through the They have to again. lock it, yeah. So yeah. there there is some interesting stuff there. But um Yeah, so you know so you know what? I'm I definitely think people are gonna be trying it out and you know, we'll have to wait and see and see if people are like kind of too scared about it or yeah. what or and it it, it does start soon. Like it's it's gonna be rolling out soon. Which yeah. I, I mean I'm in your boat. Like I understand like the whole like you get nervous when you have something expensive sitting outside your house. Like I've gotten to the, the yeah. habit now of when I have something big being delivered like expensive i can get it delivered to my office like i don't even get it delivered to my house anymore right just because it's like i'm not gonna trust everybody with exactly possibly a bigger box um uh like i'm 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 gonna get delivered to my office and then pick it up there and but sometimes even that can be inconvenient because you're like oh am i gonna be in the office you know like during this time what if it gets delivered late and i'm out or something like that or you know yeah I've even done, like, I've done, I've known, like, I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm going to be out doing stuff this day, so I won't be in the office all day. So I've gotten things delivered to an Amazon locker and picked it up out of a locker versus having it shipped to the house because it's like, I'd rather trust the locker than I would my neighbor, right. you know? 
Yeah. So again, um, like I understand where people are coming from. It's just it's very interesting. Um, yeah, it's definitely very weird. It's very new. Um, but if it is something that actually does well, Amazon has a huge lead in the. I can see UPS wanting to do this, FedEx wanting to do this, and even like the post office wanting. Yeah. Well, post office for, for packages, bigger <laughs> packages wanting to do it. You know. Uh, now, coming out with like their own programs and stuff, but I, I don't know. I have a feeling this may actually work. You know, now does especially for the expensive ones. You know, yeah, expensive yeah. products. I can see that. Let me ask you then about this though, because there is like an there is like an induction price basically. You want to start this, you got to pay two hundred and fifty bucks because you got to get one of their cameras and you have to get a you compatible do, yeah. smart lock. So mm-hmm. although they do install everything for you for free, which is kind of nice because installing a lock on a door isn't fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So does that two fifty price scare you off a little bit, or are you cool with that? That no, that does. That's I think that's way too expensive for what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 too much money. <laughs> yeah, that that it's is. A, it's a cool idea, but not for that much. <laughs> yeah, that is something that does scare me off a little bit. Like I've I've been wanting a smart lock for the house, so I've been looking at it. But it's like I wasn't gonna spend two hundred dollars on a smart lock. And then I know, I've been looking yeah. at I've been looking at Nest cams. And okay, well here's a here's a webcam, but it's like it's not part of the Nest ecosystem. Like I kind of wanted the Nest ecosystem. Um, <laughs> it's just one, so then I have to like if I do this one, then I'm stuck with Amazon cams now. Right. Amazon everywhere. Like you can't have like one Amazon cam, and then the rest of the house is Nest. Like it makes no sense, you know. <laughs> so it's like you are getting locked into Amazon's ecosystem. But then obviously I'm not a customer because I have an indoor cat. So apparently I can't have. Amazon key because I have an indoor cat, yeah, so I'm already animal. out. So I because yeah, because they don't want to be held, you know, personally responsible for your animal leaving the house. Yeah, you yeah. know, so I guess I won't be putting more money into Amazon. My my money's going to Alphabet now, and I'm buying Nest cams. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those are fun toys too. They are. They are. I like Nest. So that's very interesting. Yeah, I think especially because it's happening soon. I'm excited to have this conversation again soon. Yeah, because yeah. like we are gonna start seeing it being used. Uh, very very. Like it starts in a couple of weeks, so um, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun to see how this. And, and I'm sure there's there are going to be a lot of like tech people who are going to be testing this out. Like I could just see the videos now, you know, with their own cameras recording like the whole situation to kind of see how it play you know plays out and stuff. So it'll be really really interesting to see how um, the real time stuff works out. Dude, that's gonna be so annoying for the f- Amazon drivers in LA. They're gonna get all those like annoying vloggers vlogging them enter their home I'm like yo dude you're the amazon oh, yeah. driver oh rah, rah. and then they're gonna they're gonna dab on them or something right <laughs> <laughs> i feel bad for the amazon drivers already i'm sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> those youtube vloggers are not fun <laughs> oh man oh man. yeah that'll be, that'll be interesting yeah well amazon yay can't wait for the buttons <laughs> yes oh buttons are gonna be so dope Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's 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 uh, let's move on a little bit though. Let's let's not beat up Amazon too much. Christopher, you want to talk about 5G and phone providers and ooh, got the little little notification sound there. I heard Sorry. that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Who's, who's texting you? Yeah. Who's messaging you? Is it good? Daddy's got a notification. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Sorry, that. I gotta double check it. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, no, yes, yes. So this is uh, this is uh, another very exciting time for us. This stuff doesn't happen too often, but we are talking about the whole new five G movement. 
um, we had, you know, obviously 4G was really, really exciting. Um, it really enabled us to be sending our, you know, videos and pictures and stuff a lot easier. Um, much higher bandwidth stuff. Um, that was already a huge upgrade from 3G, which kind of started the <laughs> whole thing. Um, but now we are moving into the gigabit realm. And that is what 5G is allegedly yeah. going to give us. But this is going to be really interesting because it seems like from what I've been reading so far, one, everybody kind of has their own definition and everybody's coming out with their own little, you know, version marketing of way of, yeah, version of it. Um, so it'll be interesting to test out to see whose is actually better because seeing how much money T-Mobile has dumped in. Yeah. Um, I am thinking th- theirs could kill the game and be the leader for once. Well, I feel like I feel like T-Mobile's trying to get in their foot in the door first, just so they can set the price. Because let's yeah. be honest, if Verizon gets into the five G door first, they're gonna be like five <sighs> G is three thousand no. dollars a month. Like, they're gonna be something ridiculous. And I think T-Mobile wants to set the pricing first. They wanna they're gonna be too expensive still. Like they're gonna put it higher than what we're gonna want. But what they're yeah. going to do is they're going to force every other um, competitor to price under them. So that way T-Mobile has to go under them again. And yeah. basically, I mean, it's one of the beautiful things about T-Mobile. T-Mobile has caused this uh, war in the uh, the mobile space that has caused oh, yeah. plans it's, it's really to become cheaper and cheaper. Everything. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love T-Mobile for that. Um, there's some annoyingness a part of it. But for the most part, they are the one group that is kind of helping us the consumer because they are actually creating um this war that is making everybody go cheaper um we yeah. honestly we wouldn't have unlimited data again if it wasn't for t-mobile pushing unlimited yes. everything again um, yeah so thank you t-mobile thank you uh john uh, legary ledger what's his name i don't know anyways that weird guy thank you um, <laughs> yeah i do feel like i do feel like t-mobile wants to get the door the foot in the door first to set the price um but I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, well, there's not. And the other thing that I'm kind of curious about is, um, this is supposed to be allegedly theoretical speeds of one gigabyte per second. Yep. Which, I mean, that'll what be we an have optimal situation. I'll be outdoors, th- yeah, away from like, any other living being, away from every door in the open field. Right. You will have a gigabit per second. But yes, they're. They are pushing. So I, I'm I'm gonna go with like realistic expectations is about half, which is still a huge, I'm like, yeah, huge, still amazing. Um, bump because right now I think the average one is around like thirty. You can go to so, some places and it, it's like seventy, you know, megabytes per second. So I mean, I'm let's actually, just say it goes to half, which is like five hundred. That's a huge jump, you know. Yes. So what I'm actually gonna do right now is I, I just turned off my Wi-Fi. I'm gonna do a quick speed test in my house right now i'm on t-mobile i am uh let's see my house isn't always the best for service so we will see what probably is the most accurate test of like t-mobile 4g lte data right now um while that goes though um yeah i don't know the thing is that there's not a lot of phones that are out yet um or there's only really one phone that's out right now that supports 5g it's not compatible just yet but it's going to what you were saying earlier was the Moto Z2 Force but only the Verizon version well the Verizon version is getting the update the unlocked one is not just yet so yeah. um, which is very interesting but alright my speech has just ended right now Um, I have 56 down and 8 up so 
not horrible speeds, but I can't even imagine having 500 down, you know, on my phone. Right. I would, I would never right. use Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, I know, right? That's oh. Um, but then, like, what are the plans going to be? Because right now they already hate giving us unlimited, you know. Like, so are they? They can't really limit you to 10 gigs because if you can use theoretically one gig a second you know like we're really saying realistically like 500 like we're gonna be going through stuff really quick (laughs) i don't i don't know though because i feel like for the average consumer they're still not gonna be hitting their caps like um, i look at my own family plan and i'm always the one that uses the most data um but even then i have i think i have t-mobile one so my like throttling pack is like 30 gigs i think before i start getting throttled i i've never hit it but i get close i get in that 20 gigabyte range but everybody else on my planet doesn't really use their phone like i do i mean they're down in you know two to six gigabytes a month and of course t-mobile and companies like this do make it easier because like they do like streaming services like music streaming services are not don't count against your data oh right right some video streaming services don't count against your data either so it's like that stuff does help you if you're using those. Those are the things that I think most majority of people that are using their phones, they're the things that are costing them the most data. So yeah. when you take that out, you're not really using much. So I wonder if we are going to get capped at like, oh, you only get 50 gigs a month, but because everything is kind of free, are we really going to get near that 50 gigs even if we are theoretically using a gigabyte per second? I don't know. Yeah. That, that'll be interesting. That'll there's there's going to be that guy that hits it because he's torrenting on his phone. <laughs> hey, if I w- do that, you know, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, but but so we're really excited about this because it's a, it's a huge change. And what's even more exciting is initially we were told that this stuff was all going to be happening like probably most likely next year. But now everybody's in the race to get it to launch by the end of this year. Which, I mean, right now, for anybody listening, when this launches, it's October, end of October. So we really have two months until the year is over. So I'm thinking they'll probably launch it first week of December. I'm not, I'm not going to really think, you know, November. But this will be, honestly, it'll be pretty cool. It'll be pretty cool um, to kind of be one of the first. And it's, it's a kind of ironic that they actually have the Moto... Uh, Z2 Force being the one that kind of launches this, at least for Verizon, because if you remember for the 4G one, it was um, it was the, the Thunderbolt that started it, but the uh, the Bionic, the Motorola Bionic, um, <laughs> was I mean we're going way back. I, have, I haven't thought that about that was... phone in a long time, <laughs> right? But that one was like the first like beast phone that could actually really handle the 4G. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's kind of ironic. They're using this one as their, as their, their leader for the pack. So, um, so we'll see, we'll see. Very excited about it though. It is, it is exciting. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's very, very exciting. I think, um, I think it's, I think it's, it's becoming fun. Cause like we're seeing fiber roll out faster and faster every year. Yeah. And, it's going to be cool when we have, you know, gigabit connections in the home and gigabit connections on our phone, like when we're outside of Wi-Fi. Like it's yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> yeah, it is the dream. It's it's becoming a reality. Like things are moving pretty quick. So um, yeah, and, and it's definitely it's definitely overdue, um, especially um, you know a lot of people are saying you know hey do you even need that much data? 
I mean, if you look at where we are with video now, like pretty much 4K is becoming standard. Yes. Um, if you go to see a CES, um, you're seeing, you know, 5K monitors. There are 5K monitors out already. Um, and then they want to already change it to 8K stuff, you know, and that's coming down the line, you know. And, and let's also um, look at it like this way, like right now. You said it right now. Video is pretty much becoming 4K is the standard. Like, we didn't think it was going to yeah. be implemented this fast, and it is. Which means is that phones are getting 4K screens. Um, you're yeah. going to be able to watch 4K Netflix and 4K YouTube on your phone. So the thing yeah. is, is that under our current data restraints, 4K YouTube and 4K Netflix is going to be a little compressed because it's not the fastest thing in the world. So yeah. we theoretically have gigabit connection. Even, again, put it in half to 500 you are seeing some crazy you're, you will see those 4k image perfect you know and even then like all let's talk about social media for a second um everything is being pushed towards live streaming you know yeah. every social media platform has live streaming and they push it like crazy um and with a faster data connection it just means better live streams for people that use that like for me and my work like my work is social media and live streaming is a part of a big part of that for me so knowing that i don't have to worry about if we are on location and we're gonna do a live stream how is our network how is our data looking like knowing yeah i got like 300 down right now we are more than fine i mean obviously it's your, <laughs> it's your upload speed that matters but even if your upload speed is half of that you're like oh this is right. great oh like, exactly you know yeah for a good quality like you know live stream having 20 up is like perfect i can't even imagine having 100 up on your phone like yes that it's, it's gonna be it's 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 very interesting and i think people that are thinking that's too much aren't really thinking about how we actually use our phones and how right. we're the where i guess the world is pushing us to use our phones as well um yeah. so i'm i'm excited i'm excited to to see this but yeah we'll probably you know, we'll really see it implemented late next year. We're going to see the early stuff this year, the beginning of this year. I don't think a lot of phones people are buying in the beginning of the year are going to be like compatible with it just yet. It's going to be the flagships of next year. You know, we're, we'll see yeah. like the S nine. will have it, the note nine or whatever, the new, the newest iPhone, the nine or 11 or whatever the iPhone number is at that point, you know, like all <laughs> these phones are going to have, the 5g connection enabled on it but everything that's current won't so for people like you and me that have our you know s8s or v30s or pixels uh god hopefully not um and, and the iphone 10s like <laughs> you're not gonna see 5g speeds for a while till you upgrade your phone um so it'll be interesting but it is something i think that won't become a real conversation till late next year yeah yeah i could definitely see that but yeah excited can't wait um, the things we can do with it, dude. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. Like just just the apps and stuff that we're gonna, you know, that we can actually do now. Um, yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting. So exciting stuff, man! Exciting stuff. Um, was there anything else you kind of wanted to bring up? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good with. What we, I think. I feel like we talked about some very interesting stuff today, and I don't. Uh, there's not much else going on in the world. We're we're right before new iPhone. Um, the iPhone 10 comes out next week, so I'm sure we're gonna have something to talk about then. Um, oh yes, yes. We'll see we the can... continuation of what's going on with the Pixel. Um, maybe we'll see some. St oh, I mean, okay. Razer's having their November first uh, 
live stream right. for the announcement. Right. Yes. I wonder what it could be. I mean, the image doesn't really hide much. Um, and uh, <laughs> the president, Ming Ling, I forgot his name, the president of Razor, Ming, I think is his first name. He's been, you know, teasing the uh, next bit whatever that they're making for Razor. Let's be honest. We all know it's the phone. They're announcing the next bit phone on the first. So that's cool. I can't wait to see what that's going to look like. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we're in a good spot right now. We're in an interesting spot. But next week, I think we're going to have a lot more to talk about because we're going to have some cool announcements before then. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, and then BlizzCon is going to be happening, too. So very BlizzCon, man, more Overwatch news. I'm excited. Yes, and uh, allegedly there is going to be a new character. So finally, I you know here's the thing though, I still have never played Doomfist. Oh and my gosh, he's I know. Fun. <laughs> I've he's been out for a long time, and I've played Overwatch a lot, but I've just for whatever reason just have not touched Doomfist. It's like, um, every time I'm playing Overwatch, I'm either playing to win loot boxes through the arcade modes, or I'm. <laughs> playing ranked games so i'm not gonna play a new character i don't know in either of those scenarios so i just have not touched doomfist yet so i still need to play doomfist and see how he feels before i even get a new character added in it doesn't help that battlegrounds is destroying my life and just make me just making me play that way too much way too much oh my gosh that's too funny Mm i know but i'm really excited about that whole that whole nerdy part of our life too, because yes, yes. that's going to be some awesome stuff. I'm sure there's also going to be like a new map and stuff. But I'm really excited to see South Korea play because I mean everybody <laughs> kind of knows they just absolutely dominate. I know, I know. I'm like really into this. Like, no, I, I just competitive Overwatch strats. does get me excited. Um, Oh, I, yeah. I'm excited it's, right it's now good. that they're they're announcing all the U.S. teams, which I love by the way that they are the. I think Blizzard's doing esports correctly right now. Like they're building their esports arena in L.A. They are putting local teams together versus like you know League of Legends and Counter Strike and all those. They have you know teams that are bought and funded, but they all pretty much are out of California because yeah they all play in California. But here, Overwatch is like, yeah, we have a Boston team, we have a New York team, we have L- I think they have two LA teams. Like, they're going yeah. for local because you know they want people to be local fans, like they are with sport, like actual sports and yeah, with I, actual sports. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really cool, and I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to see the LA teams. I know they've announced one. I've already forgot the name, but um, there is two yeah. LA teams. So we'll see which LA team am I voting for, man? Who am I gonna? I know. Who am I going to cheer for that's, during that's competitive true, Overwatch season? Should be, <laughs> that should be some exciting stuff. I always love seeing their their uh, the comps that they run for um, South Korea. They always do like the craziest stuff that nobody expects, and it works. You know, and it's like what? <laughs> Very exciting stuff. 